Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely 5D mystics. Those of you who are functional adults, the Enlightenment Soul Age group people inclined at least. And so evil does not exist. The devil does not exist. If you think you are a person who believes in evil or the devil, this is not episode for you in general. IHP content is not for you. 5D mystic plane, enlightenment soul age group plane, not for you. It's okay. Life is a choice. And we have soul age groups that are not in the enlightenment one. We have 4D, 3D bandwidth, plenty of people there. And I like to break it down straightforward. We have plenty of adaptive children living the movies, which are of adaptive children. So we have the butterfly, doll, monkey mindset, uh, the one focused, one siphon thingy mindset, and then the one who are in love with their own light mindset. So those are the people who think they're anointed. Some of them are in the community of the therapy people who are talking with the spiritual concepts. And in fact, they are doing spiritual bypassing. There's plenty of great therapists explaining how to try and make sure you get a good therapist, not one who is actually trying to control you because they have not done their actual childhood trauma work so they don't know about their ego that they are actually uh, the group would be charming able to manipulate because of their charm and in fact there's a whole persona I could describe it I've seen them these types of therapists I'm saying and so yeah it's really awful because the adaptive children who look up to them are a group of people that identify their ideal parents. So they're like, oh, I want the world to be the way you're describing it. And it's the ideal parent because every person who's an adaptive child is not yet their functional adult. So I'm not speaking to those people because those people have the, again, charming, narcissistic, one focused and falling in love with their own light uh, leaders to follow and that's because we all have different types of desires values and uh, things we see in the future so different secure base stuff and when they meet their partner doesn't have to be an actual partner just idealizing a whole group is you know like the flat earthers they have their partner life sent them their partner it's the flat earthers they followed a leader and now they're a group and there you go and they're not dumb no they're geniuses they're unfortunately using their brain in a way that actual 5d mystics in the enlightenment soul age group will be like why would you do that you're geniuses you could use your brain to help the environment and our economy and everything like you seem really great genius people and you're trying to disprove something the scientific methodology continues to reprove and you actually believe in stories of conspiracy too though Oh, that's right. There's your other secure base components that you guys and gals and they's agree on. So groups share interests. Of course they do. Hello. Does anybody not know about group mentality by any chance? Or like, who do you want to be around? Are you going to be around people that share common interests or not? And let me think. Wait a minute. Mm, do you know what those are? Yeah, you do, right? So here's the deal again. Uh, people that are adaptive children don't lead their life because they have childhood trauma and they will, in one way, shape, or form, the movies have made it look normal. They follow the leader and the ones who are quote-unquote evil, this is where the spectrum of evil, 1 to 22, 9 to 16, thank you, Michael Stone, for highlighting what evil is, which is not a thing that we will use the word because it's for philosophers and religious people. So again, we, the 5D mystics, know evil doesn't exist. 
what Michael Stone lists are all people who could use a good therapist. A good one, not a bad one. The ones who are egoic and charming in their brain and grandiose, they really need one. But you know what happens when somebody who is grandiose goes to the therapist? I have some good therapists, no more than just some that I learned from. So here are stories. When they realize that their inflated ego is masking their not inflated ego, and here's why it's so hard, because you know what the not inflated ego is all about? Again, people don't really look into being a human. Uh, it's called heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, tsunami, feeling so disgusted with yourself. And there's like just so many different layers of emotion and sensations that arise that the brain already has some type of negative story, by the way. And just there's just different ways that the brain of yours will begin to try to harness words that can be used. But you learned how to use your words first. So it's whatever you started to talk about world with and inner critic and outer critic is a shame cycle and egoic people will have a chit chat about themselves that gets them all pumped up but it's false because if it were true they wouldn't need to pump themselves up they'd actually have the prakriti energy of their own to fuel them without even speaking a word i wake up and i'm energized i'm like wow i have another 24 hours today i hope to make the best of it no i will make that i don't hope i do uh, hope is for people who I sometimes use it in a way because I'm like, okay, I need to dial it down a notch. I'm in the presence of human suffering. And if I make a big deal out of this, I'm going to be in a big not use of my time conversation. And I don't want to do this in suffering land because there's not suffering all over. I know plenty of enlightenment vibe people and they're awesomely growing. So again, we don't need to be with the 4D, 3D community or the other soul age groups who want to say, well, hope for a better future. No, we know there's going to be a better future because we're it. So knowing. No, no, there's no like I'm doubting humanity. No, I, I am humanity. You're humanity. This is a difference. We believe in our species. So when you're a functional adult with your brain for real and not pretend, you don't do grandiose. You see grandiose a mile away. And when you see your loved ones following the leader and you're like, shit, how do I handle that one? Damn it, I can't do fucking shit about it because the minute I speak against, oh, because they're venerating them. They're there, the, the, whether women, it doesn't make you through. You can see the eyes of a child uh, from far a mile away. No, we don't look, I don't look at people like that. All I know is like, shit, I got a person who's convinced that they're following the right person. Well, it is what it is. They've given me their list of confirmation bias for why it's okay for somebody to insult them. You're a problem to make them feel like shit or to insult humanity. I apologize, I forget, because see, there's so many different ways. The anger of a person who's ruminating in their mind and thinks of superheroes, supervillains, and rescuing and anointedness. So I'm going to get off that bandwagon again because seriously, man, the adaptive children, I hope they find Patrick Tiahan so they can learn about how not to do their healing which is not healing. When you wake up and get all pissy, you're not healing because you're supposed to be potentially, if you want to stop hurting people, which means stop the anger chit chatter and get to a good therapist or start to be realistic about, wow, I'm using language against loved ones. So let's get into this because you know, when I hear the twin flame people doing their thing, I'm like, dude, you, you are so off your rockers. It's not even funny, like all of you. But this is where the relationship soul age group is. So I say, remember, remember, not everybody moves into enlightenment. There you go. I'm here for enlightenment soul age group. There's no evil. If there is, then 
there's people who need therapy. That's what I'm trying to get to. And we have compassion. Compassion beyond a reason. And that is it. That's all. We don't engage. Uh, we learn how to disengage. And even if we don't learn to disengage in a way that makes sense, <laughs> we will learn because you know what relationships are, right? Anybody, anybody have a hand to raise? I'm raising, I know, I know, they're easy. Did I forget to mention we don't struggle with love? Yes, we don't have this human suffering. That's why I said I try to move away. I try to not be around people. And when I use hope, I'm really just trying to help myself to not sound insensitive to whatever they're going through inside. In the meantime, I'm thinking, why are you insulting our human species? And, you know, sometimes I wiggle in, no, we'll make it. And then they're like, no, but humans suck so much. And I'm like, well, then let's hope we'll make it. Because that's the moment that I'm like, I'm not going to repeat myself again. I really want to leave now because they're really, really taking a toll on my happiness in this moment. It's not because I'm avoiding it. It's I'm actually trying to change the future. They're trying to keep it the same. So the part about how we learn to mature what we're going to invest our energy in, it's because we love life. And we want 24 hours to be productive. And people like that aren't productive. And they are people that care for sure, but they don't know how to handle their window of emotion. And they're not looking to harness their Purusha Prakriti. Yet they want to talk to me about yoga, spirituality, Reiki, crystals, magic, and a bunch of other things. And I'm thinking, you don't even know that right now, what you just spit out of your mouth is called law of attraction manifestation. And I'm thinking you're contributing to what is a problem, not a solution. And I'm not going to be here because I'm not a therapist and I don't want to be one person's anything like this because you're making life not productive in this energy right now. You're making it very unproductive. And it's also not true because we're 8 billion people and you're one and your prediction just you know, go with the doomsday clock, people. How about that? So you might as well just watch doomsday, disengage from doing anything, do some job in a factory somewhere so that you can just do, I don't know, because you don't believe in our species anyways. You're, you're all, so long story short, that's what people do when they don't move into land of neutrality. So some people think that some of us don't know how to handle our emotions and that we are wanting to disengage from them. No. The ones who want to disengage from emotions, they're usually saying emotions are silly or stupid or they're not worth paying attention to. That's the people who stay in the movie land and they find some leader to follow who tells them life is exactly like that movie. Leave it alone. And there you go. So on that note, we don't believe in movies. They're entertainment. We do believe in humanity. And what we believe in, 5D mystics, in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, is that we are all Purusha Prakriti. We all can be that life. And we all don't need to do yoga for it. And mysticism, Claire's neuroscientists explain all about our brain. So, scooch along if you do believe still in devil and evil. And don't understand when Sadhguru says we're a big ball of energy, fragmented in a million different pieces. And you and I are different islands but when we come together I will always thank you for your time do you know why because your time is actually the only thing you have and I will be thankful because I know that I'm not a piece of life like you and you will have shared with me your uniqueness being yourself is what you get to choose to do and if you don't move into your enlightenment so age group that's your choice and I won't stop you 
from staying in other soul age groups or limited consciousness because I'm not your babysitter. And that's where life doesn't send us our partner. Life sends us the potential of partners. They get to then choose if they are going to be, what's the word? Emotion mature. There we go. So on that note, because a functional adult is actually, and I've been one my entire life, so I only do direct conversations, communication. I don't lie. I tell you how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, and I'm not going to try proving it. Meaning if you don't believe me, I ain't in your head. That's it. So whatever you do with what I speak, if you don't know how to speak to me, I'm not going to take ownership of me needing to filter my mouth with a potential life partner. Are you serious? No, I don't think so. I'm not reading your mind. Even if I'm a mystic, I would never do that. That's actually quite the illusion there. Okay. And disrespectful to a lot of different ways. So let me leave it alone and go into why when life sends us our person, we always know 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, it's us. Meaning, we know what love is. That's it. Love is easy, and love is consistently a safe haven, secure base. So the difference here, as Patrick Tiahan points out, is adoptive children who have trauma, therefore, don't know, don't have anything to gauge what a healthy relationship is. Let me break it down to you. Healthy boundaries are not rigid. Rigid is the adaptive child integrated brains and functional adults are flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. We do not shame, we do not blame, we do not fault, and we do not in any way, shape, or form love cycle buttons, do revenge, spite, envy, jealousy, because we grow up. Doesn't mean we didn't feel feelings. We grow up means we expand consciousness. So we're all humans here. We all have the range of spectrum. Let me make that one clear. Everybody's flawed and imperfect, but the functional adult, the differentiated self-person, the individual who 5D mystic enlightenment takes ownership of those sensations, images, thoughts, feelings that arise. And then with our verbal part of our brain, we're like, huh, interesting. We're intelligent. We wander about it. We don't give ourselves crap about it. Shame cycle people do something different. And this is where they become and or stay adaptive children and I'm not going to describe what they are right now, the tactics and all these things that we talk about, because our topic is about how 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group knows about their person being themselves. And that's because, one, we will never, ever, ever disrespect what our desires are, secure base. And we will always always unconditionally love who we are with flaws and imperfections and we will be very understanding when we meet adaptive children who will not want to unconditionally love us and who will weaponize their words we won't consider it weaponization we'll consider it a specific thing of "Mm, you're using hurtful words right now or you're doing something hurtful and because we're in sadness about it that's our dominant emotion the compassionate people because anger actually doesn't give you, I want to help to make it better. No, anger makes you upset and angry and unfair and all these other chit-chats. So see, here's where for all of us who will have been two-year-olds, when I think I, of course, have triggers, I know why my two-year-old comes around with my mom and my twin and stuff since I was a two-year-old. But I also know how I handled moments of uh, misalignment and misattunement within the family spectrum so of sadness or heartbreak or you know discussions normal family stuff you should see us talk 
you'll see why everybody who has noticed it, they're like, but you have with your, yes, I know, I'm still working on the two-year-old Kali here with them. Uh, it's a work in progress because, you know, it's work in progress to get out of that two-year-old of Maria. You should have heard me as a teenager. Uh, definitely, I know I was an annoying teenager and I didn't care about it. In fact, I only grew more compassionate. As a teenager, I don't, I told all people, don't tell me if you do drugs, I'm going to go tell on you. Don't tell me if you do anything that is not in regulation with the law, I will tell on you. Do not try to coerce me, I will tell on you. Leave me alone, or I will tell on you. And I did not care that they called me a tattertailer. I cared about doing shit for real and leave me alone. And you know, here's what a person who's a 5D mystic will not do. Oh man, it's not about energy vampires. How do I explain this one? So I'm going to describe this situation that recently took place from a group of friends that I had when I was a teenager growing up. There was this one guy, he was a part of a group that were people who would do things in ways that today I know it means those children have they're adults now, but the children have uh, adaptive child attitudes and they have trauma. They were not shown a healthy relationship and they were in and still are in environments that don't teach what is functional adults, but the movies don't teach it either. So I'm going to leave the philosophizing to philosophers for now. Long story short, this person is very mischievous, meaning they create shit just to get a rise out of it. They do it on purpose. And I'm a very, very intuitive person because I can tell your nervous system like you could tell mine. That's all. We're all a nervous system. And our nervous systems have different modalities. And, you know, as an intuitive, though, I get to understand, I get the gist of it because we're a big ball of energy. So there's more behind the scenes when it comes to chakras and all these things. It's amazing. But we get a nudge. The download is clear. I don't doubt ever, ever my own intuitiveness. I always know what it's telling me. And then I make a conscious choice. Do I want to listen to it or not? And conscious means I choose what do I want to do. So the intuitive hit is yes, no, and then there's this in-between. Anytime I've gotten the in-between, I wait. Every time I get no, it's no, period. Don't try to convince me. Now, I have learned how to listen, though, because it's important. Sometimes people have said things, and I'm like, okay, fine. You know what? Okay, fine. We'll say yes. But that's because it's something helpful for my life. It's not a personal preference. So it's actually something that gives me for my business, for my physical life. So something that actually adds that I did not know of that serves a, an actual purpose, like physically, if you will. But if you give me, oh, I think you need to go out more. Fuck you. Mind your own business. Leave me alone. Basically, that doesn't change. To this day, I still get harassed about my lifestyle on that point. And to this day, I say, uh... None of your business how I use 24 hours. Thank you very much. I'm going to use it in my way. This is where solo poly secure comes in because you better bet that I know exactly how I want to use my 24 hours. And that's where if I'm actually in relationship, of course, at that point, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable. Hey, how do we want to see each other? How do we want to do this? So long distance relationships are not an issue. In fact, 
very proactively, I will have maintained easily, okay, so I work from home, I can be at your home all the time. No, not all the time, because I love my Naples city, and I'm in Miami sometimes, so it'll have to be whenever I can, and at this point, I actually have decided recently I don't really want to leave too much any of those lovely homes, because, you know, life is essential, and I only have 24 hours, and I want to be with loved ones, so... That's why it's important to remember that we don't have all the time in the world because some of us know this. We do plan very seriously how we spend 24 hours. And so that's where non-negotiable things are non-negotiable. When you're a functional adult, it's always non-negotiable. By the way, like I said, very few times, if you add something, it has to be, it's not about opinion. I'm talking, it has to be something that I actually like realize like you know what you're making a lot of sense right now however learning to be open is very important i did learn that and all kidding aside you usually will begin to learn this by the time you're 18 19 because you begin to have more life experiences it isn't because you can't understand it as a kid but it's because you have more life experiences plus our brain finishes to develop those executive decision makers by the age of 25 for biological women 27 for biological men so in the midst of all this, why am I sharing it? Because let's move back to where was I going with the adoptive children who don't know how to tell the difference between the fact that they still have charges and whatnot. Um, the part about if you choose to speak to people about this, is it's a choice. Uh, emotional disconnect, it's not that you don't have the feelings, it's that they come up in a way that you don't know how to handle and you're using them. But if you actually are able to not be ashamed of yourself and to talk about it, and that would be because you become aware of yourself. So being aware means, you know, every time these things happen, I go and drink, I go and have sex, I go and have food, I go and do drugs, I go and gamble, I go and lie, I go and cheat, I go and steal. No, don't steal, please. I'm going to have to tell on you. Don't tell me that you're in any type of criminal activity. So here's the, the real deal. Don't, don't, I'm, no, <laughs> I will tell on you. As an adult, that's never changed. The law is the law. Respect it. You want to change it? We go change the system. We don't do things that break the law. Otherwise, you can't contribute to society. We care about tomorrow, not yesterday. So the people who are reactive, those are all adaptive children. The people who are functional adults, we don't react. We sit with our emotion. We don't do anything with a charged state. We know we're upset. It's like, okay, I'm upset right now. I need to calm down first. Because we'll know that if we don't calm down, we will say things we don't want to say. Because anybody knows the emotion of anger, it's hurtful, you're going to say things you don't want to say. And so back to this and that, a functional adult child growing up doesn't do hurtful things with their loved ones. As we get poked, we learn to love more. The love cycle button. And here's who I'm talking for right now. So when life sends us our partner, it's not life that sends us our partner. For the twin flame flames, we know because we instinctively, once we get the uh, nudge, because there's going to be a nudge, it's a little, it's like a little tap on your shoulder. And I think I used the example, like when you put the USB drive in a computer and it says ding, and immediately we have the download. And so that's our intuition says, you, you're the one. You are that. Now I have twin flames, not just one. So in this case, I know why. And here's where any person who actually is an intuitive and has been for the Enlightenment Soul age group has no questions about Oversoul. 
because they don't doubt anything. And in fact, we don't need people to tell us who our people are. When people try to give us labels, this is what the in-between mystics do. They try to tell you about your own overstove. You're not going to be like, oh yeah, keep telling me what I am. A 5D mystic will not enjoy a 4D mystic trying to enmesh them in their story. Especially the whole twin flame thing and or just when themes are happening because we all have aspects that go take in place when there are ascension energies. Like right now, there's the retrograde season. So I personally learned how to disengage from chit-chatting with 4D mystics about my journey because this is where any time it would happen usually the two-year-old takes over with their suffering and their suffering is not a match to what I'm experiencing but they're now trying to belong because they feel upset inside and they need somebody to belong to in the moment and so it's a whole like I need to rock you to sleep kind of thing but we're not actually able to rock a person to sleep they're an adult not a child and they're taking what is our story, comparing it to theirs, and, and putting it, they're shoving it in this little puzzle. And we all feel very uncomfortable as they do this. But because we're grown-ups and know, okay, this child doesn't know how to play the game of life and love, and they're now, right now, distorting this entire thing into a shit show that is theirs, not mine. How do I handle this? That's right, the right silence. Because if I speak one word, I will not be expanding consciousness. No, I won't be helping someone who's wounded, will I? No, I won't. Do I help them heal? No, I don't. Because why? Because they're in the mindset of I'm special one and they're not. And now I'm addicted and whatever it is they make up. And there's that. And you know what? I'm not going to do the psychoeducation right now, but there's an explanation for that one. So I'm going to leave it out because, you know, Twin Flame is a beautiful experience and Twin Flames and all that is love. So let's move into that. Oversoul and 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we don't uh, do sharing with the children anymore. And that's because we will have learned, okay, there are things that we get to share to support each other. And then there are things we don't share because they're taking our shit and making it into shit show. And we don't like it. So we're going to disengage from what we don't like because our time is important. So we learn how to help people that are adaptive children who need a role and how to belong in the way that they want it. And that's what happens. So we don't disengage from anyone ever. We just disengage from certain conversations. We find other secure-based conversations to talk about. And we do safe haven. So unconsciously loving, healthy relationships are that. Secure attachment or secure connections. So that means we're always supportive and we always lighten the load. Nothing else. So yeah, you don't actually get upset at your friends if they're bringing to you their human suffering while you're processing something that is deep in yours, okay? So here's what happens when 5D mystics move into 5D completely and that enlightenment soul age group, because there is a process of light body, the rainbow body. When things took place in a specific set of years and all the 4D lovely individuals who claimed to be intuitive, but this is where in the adaptive child way, so idiots are dead sure of everything, and I've got Claire's, I'm anointed, I'm from this island, I'm from that island, so da, 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 da. very exciting to share all that great stuff, but 
being dead sure of the future, no, I'm, I'm going to say no, but I'm knowing you're very clear on you thinking you do. So there we go. Okay, so during the midst of a certain amount of years, there were a group of people that were given the opportunity to move into 5D mysticism and or 5D functional adult. This means they were given the opportunity to resolve their unresolved trauma with mindful relationships. So with people like I and you, those of you who are in the 5D mystic enlightenment soul age group, that would be people who are grown-ups with their emotions, which is why we know how to shut it when somebody's upset. We also know how not to feel guilty when somebody weaponizes their words and becomes the villain, hero, rescue, victim of their story. And that's because as a teenager, I learned nobody has an ego. Apparently, I'm the only one. And that's why I learned how to shut up. And the only person that actually was able to get me to talk in a certain way is my divine masculine friend, because they came out and said, I know you have more opinions. And I'm like, but I don't know if you want to hear them, because usually people don't want to hear them. So that's where this lovely person and I, oh, he's amazing. I miss him. He has great intellectual stuff to share with me. I love intellectual stuff. And he's a smart, open-minded person. And he's also a person who has empowered soul. Oh, we love empowerment. Oh, it's beautiful when a person connects to their purusha and their prakriti. And he also knows about this stuff. So he's, he's really great. I hope that he's growing that energy of life. I'm going to catch up with him soon. So that'll be fun. But... This is what stimulates us. Life doesn't send us a partner. We know what we like. We like life. Now that means any person who's going to pick up their lovely little hands and take life by the horns. And that's no sob story. There ain't no victim. There ain't no rescuer. There ain't no hero. There ain't no villain. There ain't no story. It's called human 101, embodied brain. So when we meet people who have secure attachment, we'll know it. And when we meet people who have insecure attachment, we'll also know it. And we won't say to them, you have insecure attachment, you're missing. No, that's bullshit. And it's fucking annoying that people would even think to tell somebody something like that. Are you a diagnosis person? Even the therapist, the good therapist, no, you don't do shit like that unless you're given permission. Now, it's one thing if we're having a conversation. And it's another thing, again, if somebody, and I've had people before do stuff, stuff like this. Do you think I'm a narcissist? Uh, no, I don't. And I don't think that I'm the right person to ask. I know I do trauma-informed stuff, but I'm not a therapist. And I actually don't have the diagnosis tools. And I don't think you are. And I don't know why. But if you wonder, maybe we could go check out therapy. Do you want to go check that out? Are you, are you serious? Like, is this, if you're serious, let's go together. We can, I have names. I can help you. So that's what we do. Or we just say, don't be silly. No, you're not a narcissist. And no, you're not a sociopath. If you were, you wouldn't be in a relationship with people, wouldn't you? So there's ways that people will talk about these words and it will be not, ah, you can't use them ever. Or ah, use them all the time. It'll be like, okay, dude, or do that. Or, you know, again, they, it's, don't, don't, don't be kidding. This is not, if you're saying it in a moment of anger, this is where we learn to wait till the anger's passed and then we say something like, you know, I mean, no, we won't say anything because the minute somebody's insulting a loved one is the minute they have overstepped their boundaries and they're an adaptive child with a trauma and they didn't realize that they used a very important and serious word and that it, they shouldn't. 
and that there is no saga story about the hypersensitive people being with narcissists. That's a story, but some people want to fit the bill. They're all adaptive children. In fact, they're all spiritual bypassers, by the way, enamored with their own light. They're the lighthouses, and they attract, apparently. So, leaving that one alone, because 4D mystics, they're all over that. Um, love cycle people, we know who is interesting to be around. And uh, that's why I laugh, because we're not waiting for life to send us a partner. When we do wish for unconditional love, it's actual people who are unconditionally loving. So they know how to take life by the hands and expand their consciousness, which means they know how to lighten the load, not make it torturous. And that's about it. When people make it, quote unquote, torturous, it's not torturous. We will try to figure out what's happening when there's misalignment because compassion, sadness, it's going to say, I want to help. When you're mature, you don't get anxiety. But in the midst of anxiety, here's how it works with a lovely twin flame, my lovely T1. I got to practice and get really good with my emotional maturity because they're unconditionally loving with my own flaws and imperfections every moment of my handfulness. <laughs> in fact, actually, here's where they know me so well that when we do have, and we did, we don't anymore, we found our sweet spot, but when we did have a huge situation at hand, they knew, oh, did they know, because I made it clear, mm. and I knew that they knew because here's where that's the way of when you know each other, the same way when it happened again, and these were all during ascension moments, because it's always during peak ascension moments that things happen, once again, I reaffirmed certain things in certain ways and they figured it out because, you know, it's very straightforward if you directly speak what you are okay with and not okay with. So whenever those buttons get pushed, they're not buttons that are volatile for a person who's a 5D mystic. And so anxiety, what I was trying to get to is when we get worried and like afraid that we're going to lose somebody, which can take place you get reassured, which is where T1 reassurance, T2 is a different story, T3 reassurance as well. And then also though, the inconsistencies, which led to the complete story of what was wanted versus the reassurance, which was really just being nice. That's all. So when sometimes you make clear to people that you care and that you want to build a specific type of relationship, they don't know how to say no. So they reassure you that everything's okay, meaning they just kind of, and you know, my friend, the one that I talked to for five years, he's the best one to use. As I had done this little survey of sorts with my male friends because I was trying to figure something out and he said it best. And I unfortunately know that men uh, do stereotypes, uh, the ones who are not moving into functional adults and emotional maturity. So the ones who stay in their adaptive child with childhood trauma or just with charge states or just with movies. Those people who I do not, in fact, look to as official men because to me, a man means a person who knows how to use the depth of their emotional spectrum. So this means they can be the quote-unquote angry Buddhist. Until I know of that man and in a relationship, which I'm sure there's plenty of 5D mystics with those enlightenment, groups and I look forward to meeting them if one day we're able to get a group together but in the meantime for my circle of people that I've met I would say that 
emotional maturity mm, no no and you know here's the other thing 4d likes to do about the whole soul contracts ending beginning karmics some people cross paths just to heal each other and then they leave each other it's like oh wow that's pretty egoically presumptuous of you to think really relationships are forever for the ones of us who know one is consciousness we don't kick out people once they're done like what are you a little are you doing a little what survey or something we don't go and heal people they heal themselves we're in relationships with people that's all and so the fact that a person has a fragment that they're able to uncover with you that's their unresolved trauma that's a childhood wound so yes the words they use make sense but we don't say there's a time stamp on when you're gonna have to leave my life because <laughs> no that's not how this works what what happens if there's ever where you've done you're done learning from each other there's never forever okay so one this is the part 5d mystics we don't set a time on our friendships we don't say you're out this is ridiculous and it's actually not oneness consciousness we are not here to be healers the way 4d talks about there's trauma therapists for people who want to use a therapist to unravel what is actually painful trauma memory that people meet and they will have an exchange yes and that's where so enlightenment soul age group let me only talk about this group and 5d mystics the other ones can keep doing whatever 4d keeps talking about that's why we have them a 5d mystic in the enlightenment soul age group is not going to cut people out of their life we don't consider our friendships temporary they're forever and when they have achieved no this is the part they're forever period <laughs> they recalibrate okay so that's number one we do have a hunch as time moves forward of where our people are at and what's happening that's something different and we're not egoic about it and we don't try to read our loved ones minds we don't have to we're not trying to figure them out your loved ones are people you don't study you don't study humanity you're not a fucking scientist and if you are then you're in a lab you're not using 4d language and you know what i'm thinking about right now the future where there are things i won't share it's not necessary it's not important <laughs> but the 4D people don't bring people together and they're doing it again because we're in the midst of change again. So long story short, let's build our 5D mystic community so we can support actual real talk. People that have adaptive children can use a good trauma therapist and that's where we come in. Whether you know about trauma-informed stuff or not, doesn't matter. We don't need to be experts. We want to be informed and then we want to be compassionate. And that's what you do. So life doesn't send you a partner. This is a bullshit word. For the enlightenment soul age group because we know what we want and if you don't treat us right we're going to tell you to your face and if you can't handle it well you know what too bad so sad that's not in my book any man or any woman or any day because it means you don't have the emotional maturity to know what love is because your body ain't in it you don't know ventral vagal you know survival oh yeah you can look scary with your anger <laughs> you're not scary energetically you're a minuscule pebble energetically you know how awful a rigid body is it's not fun to be around people who get rigid because they begin to make any kind of conversation. It's like, 
fucking, I don't even know what to compare it to because I really don't spend that much time. There's only one person that I was actually in any type of communication that got so bad. I'm like, what the hell? This is not even funny anymore. I don't even know where you want to be. I'm going to, yeah, you know, and now that I know about trauma-informed, I'm like, okay, this all makes a lot of sense, but it is definitely not torturous for us. We're just like, what are you doing? What are you doing with words? What are you doing with your brain? What are you doing? What are you doing is the question that arises in the head of a person who gets beyond the sadness. There ain't no anxiety. You better bet that one. (laughs) That one doesn't even come near to what you're going to experience if you're 5D in a situation where you're not clear on what is going on because we're not thinking emotionally. We're actually thinking logically. Okay, so let me take steps back and remind people enlightenment Secure attachment, integrated brain, very different than a brain that is not here. So when we meet inconsistencies and we don't know that what we're meeting on the other end is fear in their bones and a nervous system that is all over the place, of course, we're picking up on that frazzled. That's why it's important to know trauma-informed stuff because we're all nervous systems that communicate to each other. The rigidity isn't necessarily ours. The torture is not necessarily ours. It is the uncomfortable feeling that another individual is in as they instead have the unclarity of how to handle themselves because they don't know how to calm their right mode brain down because they ain't using it. It's reactive with whatever their nervous system learned to engage in to keep them safe as an infant. And having said that, this is why life doesn't send you your person for those of us who know who we are. We are our person. And life sends us people that we love to have in our life. And if things get hard, we will say they're getting hard. And if things get difficult, we will say it's getting difficult. And if things get impossible, we will say, you know, I'm gonna say we can agree to disagree. And basically what this means is you and I are completely different. We have a different love language. We have a different idea of how to maintain relationships. We have a different idea. Actually, some people don't want any friends. They don't want friends. So we then remember, oh, wait, that's right. They don't want friends. They don't make friends. They don't want roots. They don't want any. Shit, I was completely not listening to their words. I'm so sorry. Ah, it's my bad. You know what? Thank you for the time. We're completely different in how we care about maintaining relationships. And the reality is it doesn't take more than two to come to these realizations and it's natural that sometimes it's not a seamless streamless whatever a flowing process because when love is present it means people are engaging in their energy fields so when we look to the past we can see explain nothing is torturous in the sense of oh my god i'm gonna die inside no we are clear on who is home And that's because they want to stay in home with us because they're safe and secure. And they're safe haven. They unconsciously love us. We unconsciously love them. They're a secure base. We're a secure base. And that means we like to talk about the exciting adventures we're on as grown-ups can do. And that's why it's fun to be together. And so we want more of each other. Okay? Very straightforward. When there's not, it's okay. It's not a saga. It ain't some stages. Leave the stages out of it because seriously, 
the fact that people don't even know their own mission. Oh, you're on a spirituality journey now that you met your twin flame. They awakened you to your purpose. No, your purpose is your name. If you didn't know that, uh, you don't know functional adulthood. That's for sure because love cycle people are in functional adulthood. So let me start again. Those of us who know who we are, we are secure attachment bodies. We are integrated brains, restorative embodied selves. We begin the journey as teenagers for sure because that's when you're first starting to look at the world and you're like, I'm going to choose love and I don't know whatever else is going to happen. But you choose love. You actually mature your emotions. You naturally progress to get those charged states to sleep. You tap into your higher self because you use your prefrontal cortex. You're using your brain, your embodied brain. This is all this process is. I can explain it again, 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 but it's only for the people who actually want to do inner growth. Some people, they think they do, but then they go out in superhero cloaks or supervillain cloaks or rescue cloaks or victim cloaks. Those are all people who chose not to say, wow, wait a minute, let me look at my emotions for a minute. Wait, I have a window of tolerance. I tend to hurt people or people tend to hurt me. There's tempts to be only these types of emotions, which means my relationships aren't moving forward. Maybe I should go to a therapist or maybe I should find, or so that's why the relationship coaches are out there, by the way. So people do that. Uh, in the meantime, enlightenment, no, we don't do shit like that. And it's not about the therapist. Don't get me wrong. If you're in enlightenment, you moved out of shame. Uh, so let me make that one specific. Again, I'm coming from and with the enlightenment soul age group. So it's not a competition. Life is a choice. People who don't understand the word, sometimes uh, it's trying to make sure that people understand we are open and receptive to all. And I look forward to sharing trauma-informed education with anybody who wants it. I'm also okay with saying some of us know how healthy relationships are meant to be easy. That's what they are. So if you're going to make it hard, it's not you making it hard. You have an adaptive child. You got rigid. You got harsh. You got unforgiving. You make a list of things, of demands. You don't know how to maintain any type of effective conversation because you're too busy trying to maintain power and control over another human being and what they're saying or not. You're trying to prove your right in your own brain. Somehow you already came in with an assumption which to me is very disrespectful because you don't know me, meaning you're not the piece of life that's in this body. You don't know how I think and you don't know how I feel. You might be able to relate to how I feel because we share the vastness of emotions, yes, but you don't know how I think. And you creating stereotypes of how everybody else thinks, ah, that's you assuming. So it's too bad that you like stereotypes, isn't it? Adaptive children. Oh, they love, again, weaponizing those statistics because you know what happens with anger, right? It thumbs you down mentally in a lot of ways but also in the words that you choose because because it has certainty and it's looking at things from a superficial space it's going to start spitting out all these stereotypes in its own head and even if they spit it out to us in their mouth we're like huh okay cool interesting yeah no bye and even if we get very very sad which we will sometimes we will know that we will get happy as soon as we wake up in the morning because we have another day ahead and those 24 hours are going to give us to meet new people and we will be able to move on from whatever the misaligned which means we are not matching and the unconditional love. no there's no unconditional love if a person doesn't want to try to resonate with you it's called adaptive children safety behavior 
So they're not trying. No, what they're going to do is actually this. After they have not successfully done any of the power and control stuff and made you believe or whatever their self-bridled expression is, they're going to now hate you, make you out to be the enemy. Oh, and then they're going to withdraw. But they do that together. So they withdraw, they stay in their head, they make up shit with anger, and then they go on a journey. A journey to nowhere land except for once there's a turnaround, they're like, shit, I didn't know anything. And now that I'm clear fuck ah so that's only for the ones who grow up which we have some of them and their fuck is like wow okay i really could have done therapy a lot sooner or i really could have learned about this trauma-informed stuff a lot sooner instead of using time in only spirituality land uh 4d land that talks about how to you know cut cords or whatever so at the end of the day 4d spends a lot of time in other places 5d not so much uh, life doesn't send us our partner they send us people we will know who the one is if there's a twin flame or twin flames because it's instinctive again after you get the little nudge other than that it's called free will that's the journey we get to know one thing for sure i never ever 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 doubt my body ever my feminine is my body so that's what a 5d will always know i don't doubt anything my gut has told me not even once i don't have dead sure i'm not an idiot no no i wander wander in the infinite realm of the cosmos while i wait for all of it to unfold you know what i smile even as my heart still works to get into that smile mode because of course again we don't love it when our loved ones get nasty nobody likes a playground with somebody who is uh trying to uh, the story, the one guy, I think I was telling you a story about this asshole, quote unquote, he's still an asshole. In fact, I, I was in a situation where I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is fucking awesome. No, it's not. You really could use a therapist, but I can't tell you because I know that you'd probably be like, no, I don't. So uh, the story was about how people who have a level of unresolved trauma, they don't know that they could be in a better state. And what's sad is when you know that anybody could be there and they choose not to because of the stupid movies that are entertainment. And no, it's not only that. It's because they don't have people around them that actually support them. They don't have mindful relationships. So we want to create more mindful relationships. Life is your partner. And that's also something we know. And we move beyond supernatural and even before moving beyond it there's a deep knowing i just don't know everything that's all i don't need to know everything there's nothing to know when people take actions that speak louder than words which is i withdraw in silence and remain convinced of whatever it is i chose to do in my brain <laughs> that's it this is normal so when people don't want to chit chat together that's all there ain't no twin flame stages leave the twin flame stages alone it's not your mission. Your mission is to embark on something that you're probably already doing. If you don't know who you are at all, I really don't know why you're listening to this episode because, again, 5D mystics, enlightenment, so age group. I'm trying to make it as clear as possible, functional adulthood, people who do have ownership of their own life. It's called your name. It's called your 24 hours. It's straightforward. And the energies, they're retrograde, but you ain't destabilized if you're 5D. You're like, okay, my next steps are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Okay, wait a minute. I only have 24 hours. Let me take it back a notch. Let me do three things today and let me be with loved ones. It's easy to love. Like the Beatles song, 
and it's easy to be yourself. For those of us who choose to mature our emotional spectrum, and you know what's beautiful about when you have a person who is a safe haven, secure base, and they're expanding their consciousness, they fill every day with richness, and you are already full. And then you share that. You know how beautiful it is to share consistent enlightenment vibration, the Purusha Prakriti experience with your words. And in time, actions and time, they always tell you the truth. So when people are emotionally insecure and immature, they're going to be in and out with their energy. They have highs and lows, and that's not appealing to a person who's always on a high it's not unappealing. Uh, it's just not going to be a partner of a lifetime because you can't keep it together with a high. And you want to keep me in a low when you're in a low or whatever it is. It's like, what, what's going on here? No, I don't think so. So the thing is, our energies matter because we are busy with being in an active life. And when somebody doesn't know how to handle their emotional spectrum, they're going to get frazzled, they're going to get destabilized, whatever it is, but they don't take ownership of it. That's why it's not about hurt people hurting people and us being like, oh, now I cast you away. No, no. Hurt people can learn that they're hurting somebody and care to do something about it. Or they can also care to do, uh, again, the work with the therapist. The reality is a person who cares about somebody else is going to have conversations about anything that can risk the relationship because they have courage, because they care too. It's not even about being only courageous. It's about you caring to want to keep the relationship. So when we fight for love, a love button, it's not because you have to be with us as an item. It's because we actually love all of our oversoul and it's not ever going to not be there. Once you've recognized that we only have this lifetime to be who we are, it's kind of silly to miss out on friends. I know a lot of people, they skip out on friendships because they are not grown-ups. They watch the movies. It's sad. It's not a crime. It's sad, but, you know, they don't care about that. They actually believe in the whole, oh, we came to heal a fragment and then move on and leave you. There are people that I still have dreams of, like, actually, I'll close out with this one. And I don't reach out because I know that other people have made comments that they don't want to hear from me. But the dream I had, for example, is one that's sad. So now I'm like, I hope they're okay. <laughs> and they're a person who's not spiritual in any way, shape, or form. And because I know it's retrograde season, I know we're going through stuff. So I know that something's up, but I'm not dead sure. I just know that I have not, for example, had this person in my dream for a long time. So usually a mystic will know what we know. But again, we learn from people who don't actually choose to be mature with their emotions, how to disengage from engaging with people. And we try to do something in an effort to share support. And on that note, it is not ever actually fun, I have to say. The, the actual holding back because other people don't support unconditional love and relationships. But since society leads a certain way, enlightenment soul age of person will try to remember to respect societal behavior because these people aren't in the enlightenment soul age group. 
But for example, this is why we don't ever wish for our loved ones, twin flames, soulmates, to choose us, if you will. We will choose them, but we will want them to have chosen themselves. Or, you know, if you don't choose yourself, actually, you can't be a person who loves because you haven't chosen to take care of yourself. Your safe haven, secure base is not in your peripheral view. So we will not, in fact, be that for a person, uh, which is why we'll notice when the love is not unconditional. And that's about all. It doesn't change how we love. It just changes that we know we're not unconditionally loved. So we're like, okay, what are the parameters that I need to follow? Maybe I can, maybe I can't. We'll find out. And again, when things get, quote unquote, torturous, they're not torturous. They're just not in the same alignment. So some people... Our safe base, secure, secure base, safe attachment. Okay, I'm screwing that one up. You guys know what I'm saying. So, at the end of the day, life sends us opportunities, and with free will, we choose love always. The ones who choose fear, they have stuff to do with therapists or other relationships and other dimensions and all that good stuff. For us, it's love land, the Beatles. All you need is love. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you find. All that is safe haven and secure base in your relationships. Reach out if you have any questions. Have a great day.